Hello, welcome to episode three of Wise Yourself Up. I am Karen McGreevy, your host, a podcast where we talk about everything healing, all the taboo topics, and today is no exception. This week's topic is wear the fucking condom. I say everything in this podcast today with absolute love for all genders. No judgment. I am not saying this from a place to make anyone feel shame. I am beyond not perfect. But it's an important conversation to have. Let's just go over the statistics, right? So this is a six for Ireland here. Well, the north of Ireland. Last year, chlamydia was up 35%, gonorrhea up 43%, and herpes up 20%. Surely the God would be doing better with our sexual health in 2023. Why is sexual health not improving? That's what we'll look at in today's episode. Heavily threaded with my bias <laughs> and my unique experience in this life. Each of us has our own everything. Like I'll just repeat, like everything I say is not from judgment. I'm not judging anybody, but I think we can all do better on this topic. And I want better for the youth. I want better for people in terms of their sexual health. Okay, so let's begin. I think what frustrates me or like would rile me up is when I work with women and I hear the same shared thing of not my skin is going to crawl saying this, right? Like how many views apart this? When, so this is stories from women who ask their partners, or not their partners, their casual partners, to put a condom on when having sex. Just let me put it in without, just let me. Just the tip. Just for a wee second. I have also listened to women who've asked men to put on a condom and the reply is why. So this is very much directed at heterosexual sex. Sorry, I should have said that at the start. Which is like resistance from the man, right? There's so much in that, that response. Why? Bringing up STIs is a response to that. That's the option. So like, garden boy, casual sex, happy days. The girl's like, right, let's put a condom on. And the boy's like, and I'm not saying that women don't do the same, but we're talking about the majority of what I hear. We need to do more research on it or there need to be more research on it. But in the case where the man replies, why? Then the woman, <laughs> and we've been in this, I've been in this situation, you have to bring up STIs, like that is such a turn off. I mean, the sex is over then, isn't it? Like there's no going back. When you've asked the why, it's like, do we really need to have this conversation? So I'm just going to be truthful and where my head would go with that in terms of like, are you just so removed from your sexual health which is an issue for men like that's been widely researched you know like it's very hard to get men to calibrate their their health basically and you see that in your father you probably see it in your grandfather it's just the old way right and so the research shows it's harder to get men to calibrate some beds and to be motivated by aging and cancer the same way women have been some bed business has boomed by 80 percent and male skin cancer has run by 50 percent in the last 10 years I don't even start me on the men who are eating red meat every day. And by red meat, I know people are like who eat the conifer I get that the people who are eating like processed red meat from McDonald's every day. So this is a bigger 
problem that's a part of this of trying to get men to care about their health and I suppose this comes into sexual health too right I think what triggers me in that is that yet again yet again it's the responsibility of the woman and it is because of the history right and that is to have compassion for men as well it's almost like it's a woman's responsibility right because it's her who's going to end up pregnant well both of these could end up with SCIs it's a problem right but again, it's the woman taking the role of responsibility. And I suppose that feeds into like the woman having to do the land share of the, the research shows this, right? That the woman does the land share of the household work. The woman does the land share of looking after elderly parents. I just want more balance in the world. But I get that in a hundred years, things have massively shifted for women and men and society's demands of their roles. Yeah, it's just to support men in caring more and to share the responsibility and for women to use their voice around this. So let's talk to the men first of all. I bet you no men's even listening to this. They're like, nah, Carla, no thanks. Some of the most class men in my life who I love so much, and I haven't had sex with them, by the way, <laughs> just to clarify, like there's men that have had this conversation around who I think a lot of who have said to me, you know, and they're not even that promiscuous. The people that said to me, you know, God, I don't like using a condom. But I'm just like, if you're having casual sex, you have to. You know, they don't have a lot of casual sex. But even if you're with a new partner, really, we all should be getting tested. Does that happen all the time? No, but really we should. Because I have heard stories of women falling pregnant and herpes only showing then. Sometimes the symptoms aren't that visible and then I suppose the real risk with chlamydia is that there isn't many symptoms for women and it can affect their fertility so there is big risks there for men and women and it's important to acknowledge that I also think you have to be mindful of the power dynamic as a man because the power is in your favor yes as a whole the power is more in favor of men in the dynamics of sex between a man and a woman so the animal of the woman in a hundred years has went from a hundred years ago, sex was not for her pleasure. Ain't nobody using contraception that didn't exist. And to even ask to have your needs met in sex was huge. So for a woman to bring up something that, you know, by and all that we hear those tales that men don't like it, she's attracted to you, she fancies you, she wants to connect with you, and she has to bring up something that she thinks that your preference is going to be not to use a condom because it feels better, right? Just to be mindful of that power dynamic and her emotions and your emotions. For me personally, I find it disrespectful. I feel like it shows a disrespect for yourself and for the person you're with. I feel like it lacks care and protection and it probably monitors your lifestyle choices where you don't protect yourself. So there's a lot to be said in how you take care of yourself and how you love yourself. And that's important. It's important that you take care of yourself and protect yourself, especially with younger men. So I spoke to a lot of young males in their early 20s who none of them were wearing condoms and casual sex. So I was stressed to the health, stressed to the absolute health talking to these young men. If I put myself in a position as a young man, 23, absolutely no fucking chance would I be putting my life in the rest of some strange woman I don't know who could very easily end up pregnant through pre-ejaculation. That is absolute madness to me, right? I understand too 
I have been blessed because I was born from, you know, risky behavior of not in a committed official relationship. Um, and that's how I was born, right? So I feel like I really feel the energy of the rejection my mother felt, the shame that was probably about at that time about having a baby outside of marriage, you know, talking in the 80s, um, all, all the crack, right? And not being with a man for a long time and falling pregnant or whatever, or whatever the stuff is, it's all those complexities. And people still feel that shame today around those areas. So that's where I've been blessed in the energies of the trauma that I experienced in coming into this world has made me very, very, like I've always been obsessed with this from a young age and I'm only understanding now in older years why that was, why I care so much because ultimately my mother was left to pick up all the pieces. I also see when a woman falls pregnant that it's her decision. As a man, I wouldn't like that if I was having casual sex and just really being really open and honest and trying to have a very, um, it's just a very complex and triggering conversation. But if I'm totally honest, I would not like that as a man that my whole future is decided by another. Because if you're in a relationship, it's not going to be a joint decision. Just to finish it, this is me finish talking to men now. I feel really strongly that if a woman's explicitly asking you to wear a condom, to be respectful and be mindful of the power dynamic there. And yes, I understand that sometimes women don't ask you to not use a condom, but it's the same token, this is casual sex. I, for one, would not be doing that. But you need to make up your mind about how you want to take care of yourself through this life, through your health, through your future. For the women who have experienced it, who have experienced asking a man in casual sex to put on a condom, are the very early stages of seeing each other and they don't want to. Right, I'm going to be totally honest. And say that you're a family member, can you stop listening? Really don't want you to know this information. So my first boyfriend, I got him tested for an STI before I slept with him. I mean, I was anal about this shit. But somehow in life, as we all do, I got lost and got pulled away from my values. And I have said to someone, I want you to work on them. And then we didn't because they didn't want to. Right? That makes me feel grim. I was so annoyed with myself that I'd broken my boundaries and put my health at risk. So I had a real hangover from it. And then I had to look at why did I do this? I was thinking like, is it because I'm unconsciously programmed to please a man over my health? And we need to remember the part in our that is ever present here again. So it's that old conditioning around, you know, that comes back. In just two generations from me, women can now have sex for pleasure. We can now ask for our needs to do that, to ask for things a certain way, to be sexual, to have casual sex. All this is so much newness. And I just, I see it in myself and I see it in so many women who tell me that they wanted to say something and they felt frozen, that they wanted to speak up and they couldn't. And I think if you've experienced that, it's to really notice what's that about for you whatever belief or old condition belief is in you from your lineage of women. And please remember that each time, so even if someone asks you, says, I don't want to wear a condom and you don't wear a condom, in your hangover, if you have a hangover the next day from that of regret, know that in that we are changing and we are healing, pleasing men's needs over ours. Because we will repeat that, right? It's not like, Oh, I've decided that I want to always have my needs met and protect my health, that you will never, you know, agree to have casual sex without a condom. 
But if you have a hangover, then that's the juice that creates change. You can't just jump from, you know, the lineage that we come from, from being this, you know, evolved, perfect person who does all the right things and communicating needs and sex and protecting themselves. We have to go through the messiness and do things that don't align with us and learn from how we feel after that. And it's to have such deep compassion with ourselves when we do these things, when we neglect our needs and don't protect ourselves because this is much bigger than us as individuals. This is perpetuated in our society and an old idea we can and try to evolve from. We are all learning to do better and men too. The men have to be compassionate and you know, never thinking about sex in that way, never thinking about the consequences, not realizing they're privileged. So on the note of have compassion for all genders, all beings, that doesn't come naturally to me, but I'm trying. So in the lines of being compassionate, we need to remember contraception is a new thing for humans. And I know I hear people go, do you get into the ball for the socks on? Okay, right, I get your point, right? But I don't want to have STIs and I don't want to not want the pregnancy. See the ones who take life on the rest, fair play. I don't know why you sleep at night, but that's your choice. That's your life. And if that's how you want to live, then you do that. I actually just could not. My eyes be wide open all night long because I was in a month of pregnancy. So that's again linked to that blessing. So contraception is fairly new. We are all learning. Condoms and the contraception pill have only been available in Ireland from 1985, right? And I was only born two years later. So could you imagine how hard a condom and the pill was to get? I have amazing stories from friends of mine who dad brought the brought the pill across the border to their sister, wasn't it? Isn't that amazing? Class wee story. And, you know, all those things of back in the day and how difficult it was just to have sex for the crack. I think that we all agree that we'd love to have sex and not have to worry about babies and STIs. So I really understand that, you know, as a man, you probably came from a lineage of men who this wasn't a problem for. You didn't need to worry about using condoms. Also, your father probably didn't have the luxury of conscious sex too. So all that's into the mix. Casual sex at the end of the day is a fairly new concept. This is why it's tricky and messy for men and women, all genders. Contraception is not perfect. And we all wish we had better ways to enjoy sex without the worry of a baby and SDI, as I said. However, we have more choice. The generations before us, that's why I was born, they didn't have the luxury of um, contraception. So, you know, we should be grateful for that too. Okay, so the second thing is what I hear back from men is, but I can't stay hard or climax. I understand the animalistic urge to not use condoms and want to have great sex. And obviously I don't understand the pressure that you feel to perform and stay hard. But I care. I care about the different pressures that we all face through sex and how important great sex is for our health and our healing. I think if this is the case, you should have a conversation with the person you're sleeping with, that you have a high risky sex life or that you simply don't want to have casual sex. So that's your options. If you're saying, Carla, I'm not going to use condoms, but I'm going to continue to sleep well with these women without condoms, then you should let them know that they're putting their health at risk. And I assume you're getting tested regularly. Or I know that men who don't like using condoms, so they don't have casual sex. However, I can't help my tongue 
but bring up that there is an expectation for women to pump herself full of hormones or put a foreign device inside her to put aside the discomfort of a condom. The research about men trialing the male version of a pill and their side effects and it never made the market. But yet we are the guinea pigs of the contraception era. You know, we are only finding out now what the effects of 10 years on the pill, 20 years on the pill, 20 years will coil in this day. I think we need to agree with whose health is more implicated here. And it's the woman's. It's also not solely a woman's job to prevent the pregnancy. I've also heard this one. She doesn't sleep about his ground, I know. Irrelevant. You only need to sleep with one person to catch an STI and then spread it to someone else. I know people who contracted STIs from their second partner. They've slept with two people and have gonorrhea. If this podcast has triggered you and makes you feel defensive and you want to punch me, <laughs> we can all feel like that when we feel shame. And this was not designed to make you feel shame or make you feel bad. I know I felt like this when I've heard things like this, when it made me reflect that I did things that I regret or wasn't aligned with the person I want to be. So I think it's important to notice your reaction to this. If you're like strongly reject, you just turned off and we're like, blah, 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 blah. And you just want the discipline of excuses to defend risky sex behavior. That's your choice. Learning to change is hard. And that's happened to me where I've said things that are sexist. I've said things that are racist, which is really hard to admit. When I was younger, you know, it was addressed by um, friends and some male friends addressed me on it. And it's hard to change. But it's important to listen and not get so attached to the way we are. Like, oh, I don't mean any harm. It's all linked to that, right? It's the same shit in a different way. You just have to decide yourself if you want to change. If you would feel anxious about if you were to have children, your son and daughter having casual sex without condoms, how you feel about that, about your brothers and sisters. Like sometimes you need to put it on the other people you care about to really see how risky the behavior is. And... I can't underline this enough. Have such compassion with yourself and no judgment because, again, this is such a huge, complex area and each individual will have their own lineage, their own trauma, their own living and self-beliefs, which affects how you meet this material. I also just want to highlight, I love men. I love women. I love all genders. I am creating this episode because I want heterosexual men and women to have great sex. And for those who want to have casual sex, to have great casual sex. I'm creating this due to the absolute horror stories, especially you Gen Z. She's had me, I don't know what happened, right? So basically my mommy's generation couldn't have casual sex. Everybody was afraid to the health of getting pregnant STIs. So I think like my generation had a bit of that fear when it came to sex. And then see the generation next, these Gen Z's, he's had no fear. This is just my own hot takes on this, by the way, on what I've um, listened to and what I've read. Finally, to the women, this is a huge window for you to truly look at your self-worth and your self-love because if you really loved yourself, you would protect yourself. You would communicate that you need protection. That's my belief, by the way. That's how I feel on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all this, your experiences. Maybe I'll do a part two, a follow-up, because this is a lot of my thoughts and feelings around what I've learned from working with women 
and listening in. Uh, so yeah, get in contact if you have a casual sex or the condom. And I love you loads. I will see you next week. Hopefully, these are both hell out of me. Thank you so much for listening to the Wise Yourself Up podcast with me, your host, Carla McGreevey. You can find me on Instagram at Carla McGreevey1. Please like, subscribe, leave nice comments, only nice ones, please. And I will chat to you very soon.